and we are back in the building behind the drop another episode I've run, I've, I think I said this a lot of times but I don't know what number we're at we're about three or four months in though yeah well, this so year <laughs> this year is flying yeah it really has so um, yeah no way it is what it is also if you like the podcast please like oh. us follow us like give us five stars wherever you're listening and leave us a comment as well just anything helps the algorithm and yeah we just need to share these stories anyone you hate or anything you know, going on in your in your life oh, you want to share about i'm actually feeling quite good yeah not really hating much at the moment yeah okay one thing on. is that like so there's um i won't bait out like what the gig is or like who it is bait them out no 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 because i haven't done it yet but <laughs> It's the same gig that I did like last year. It's like the same kind of hours. It's the same venue, same everything. And like, I don't know, the fees are kind of like the same as last year. And I'm like, well, that's taking a pay cut because everything's gone up. I feel, but I found that pretty much across the board. I don't think my DJ fee has gone up in terms of inflation. But that's, isn't that, everyone, that's why everyone's striking because... Things have been going up, yeah. But the wages haven't been going yeah, up, yeah, literally. But you, if you said to him, I, I want ten percent more money, how much more? Ten percent more? Well, like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm I'm just gonna I'm just gonna explain the situation. What, which they what obviously know. There's a world crisis. Uh, we're at war with you. <laughs> it's more. It's more because it's like a corporate, yeah, corporate gig. It's not like a small independent promoter. It's like they got money, right? Sure, sure. You know. And I'm not like, and also like I've I've been working for a year. I'm like further along than I was a year ago, and I think doing everything for the same. You want yeah elevation. It's, up. it's not the you know what I mean. Like if you it's the same as if you work a nine to five. Mm-hmm. The longer you're at a company, the more knowledge you have, the more experience you have, the more valuable your you are to the company. Yeah, your price goes up. Mm-hmm. You get bonuses. You get raises. We don't get any of those. We don't. I have to enforce my own raise and I have to enforce my own bonus. We definitely don't get bonuses. Tip, money, money pull-ups. I did see an app, which was like... Oh, I saw that. That app. That's quite jokes where people How can request. How much were they? It was quite a lot, I thought. I don't know. You could you could set it as your own like cost or something. <laughs> that, yeah, you send the DJ on, you request a song. It'll, cart, it'll ping up to the DJ and it'll be I like, I'll pay $10, 10 pounds for it. I and if you don't play that. it, it gets refunded. <laughs> Which I also quite like. I would love that. I think, it's, I think we should all start doing it. How much have you gotten from a money pull-up before? Uh, my money pull-up is 10 pounds. I, I never got a 20. I know some people got 50 though. I know, I've seen I've seen people get 50. I've only ever got 10. I think mm. I've gotten a- And it wasn't even like, it was like, it was like a, in a yeah, it, it wasn't, the elaborate I've never had the elaborate videos of like whatever kind of vibes yeah, yeah. making it rain it's never been no that. made it rain I just but, got to buy. but I think it's it also isn't so much like maybe the music that we DJ as well <sighs> what do you think more in hip hop clubs and the yeah. kind of like the yeah 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 like hip hop R&B Bashman and maybe being at those money border places the places yeah, that yeah, yeah. kind of DJ I, when I DJ those, those, those music it's not it's more like sweaty basements rather than like the corporate like showing off type vibes bottles and champagne and all that kind of stuff yeah but it's fun it's fun money pull-ups let's keep that going in 2023 <laughs> we need more we need more money pull-ups in we need more like tax-free situations or, or we just need more better clubs because i was um 
bumped into Seb Chu yesterday. Oh my days. Absolutely legendary DJ of a London scene. Ran a night called Yo-Yo's. I guess he actually gave me a little history. That's why I can Oh my God, this. okay, tell me. Give me a little history for a year. And Yo-Yo's from 2002 to 2012. 10 years, Notting Hill Arts Club. Every week, he said he, in that time, he, he thinks he missed three. In how many years? A decade, 10 years. What? Yeah, so he said he gets free. I was, I was thinking, I was like, so you never went on holiday for more than like two weeks. Do you know what I mean? And that was only three times. Yeah. In 10 years. <laughs> so the best thing ever. Loved it, loved it. And then... Um, what was even the music? I don't remember. It was kind of like urban hip-hop. Right? Hip-hop based. Yeah. Yeah, hip-hop, dancehall, bashment vibes. Yeah. He loves carnival. He was just talking about how mm. much he loves carnival. Um, and obviously from, from West and all that kind of stuff. So... Yeah, I think it was, it was that, those kind of vibes, like the that kind of like multi-genre of like, yeah, probably Afro beat not so much about time, but definitely like dancehall, kind of like hip-hop, yeah. trap kind of vibes. It is crazy, because I remember like, when did it shut down? 2012. Crazy, because yeah. yeah, I moved London and I remember going in my youth. Mm-hmm. And like, but I don't really remember like what music it was, because I was just going to clubs. like Just doing whatever. Just but like, I'm so happy that I got the cusp of that and like plastic people. But like when I was going to plastic people, like I didn't understand the gravity of like how iconic it was mm. and like is. But a lot of the times you don't get that until afterwards. Yeah, true. You just take it for granted. Yeah, he's like, it's I'm going like, to it's a club. Every week it's there. Yeah. I don't even remember how big plastic people was. It was tiny, wasn't it? Very small. What, 250? Two? No, surely it was smaller I, than that. I actually don't. My my numbers are very off. Actually, no, because Visions would have been 250, so it would have been smaller. There's the Visions. Uh... But it's thing I can relate. I, I know the capacity of that club, <laughs> innit? So then it's like... I love how your entire, like, club DJ, like, reference point is Visions. Well, it's, it, well see, if we're talking about, like, like, weekly nights, in terms of, like, the hip-hop, that kind of vibe, it was Yo-Yo's. Then it went to yeah. Bump in Brixton, Plan B. And then when Bump kind of was done, it was Visions. And then when Visions stopped, there hasn't really been a weekly Weekly's tough. Yeah. I remember I DJed at um, an event called Habitat in Manchester and that's a weekly event. Yeah, I know, I know the guys. Yeah, Tony. Um, shout out Tony. And like, I, every time he posts about weekly Habitat, I just message him like, how do you have the energy? Mm. It's, I mean, you're doing God's work, but... Yeah. Manchester, Manchester's a different breed though. Manchester's yeah, just the oh best God, place. I fucking love playing Manchester. Like, I just want to DJ there all the time. But... Yeah, I mean, I think that is something that's really missing in the scene. It's like, you only really get a monthly. Yeah, I don't. I actually can't name one weekly night. I don't. Well, yeah, I, 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 yeah. I don't think it's a really good one. No, that's tough. Yeah, to do. That's why I think London clubbing is like you, not that it's in the pits, pits of that of because there are some really amazing nights happening, but they do seem like one-off events. And they might not. They might be once a month. Might be once every six weeks. Might be once every two months. They might, might move around venues. I think that's what's missing. Like, if you oh. want to go out and you're just like, it's a Thursday and you just want to go out. Guaranteed. There's no like place to go that you know you'll run into people. You'll know at least like one of the DJs or something like that. Like the community is kind of not there. It's so like dispersed. Yeah, the community that feel is not there. Well, and and going back to it, as, as I was speaking to to Seb yesterday, he said he's actually bringing. Yo-Yo is back, but it's strictly just word of mouth. And you have to oh um, get an invite to the Telegram group. And then they post up the... Uh, the um, Like on the day. Or on the day or the day before. Yeah. Oh my God, we should go. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm part of a Telegram group now. Oh. So yeah. 
Yo Yo's is back. Sick, find it on Instagram, whatever, and then there's a link probably somewhere to the Telegram group. You can find yeah. it. It's a good one. Wow. Yeah, let's make 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 London clubbing great again. <laughs> I don't know if <laughs> but I'm too we old can, to do it. I'm, because... I'm too old to do the weeklies anyway. Huh? I'm too like old, angry energy to do all the weeklies anyway. I can't do it every week. Yeah, true. My residencies, my my time of doing like two residencies. How many a times week. do you go out a week? It really depends. It really depends. I I still go out a lot. It's more like, it's more like a month. I don't I don't need to go out every week. I used to have to go out every week just for my sanity. Yeah. No, you know I don't what really need to. Has changed my life. What? So I was always so tired. Like I get at least seven to nine hours of sleep a night. I eat well, go gym, like the picture of health, Adam. And honestly, sometimes at like five o'clock, I cannot keep awake. I bought vitamin B12, magnesium and zinc and vitamin D. Yeah. What sleep? Who needs sleep? Oh, was in that you've taken over and now you don't need to have sleep. No, I actually B12. Magnesium and zinc. Yeah. And vitamin D. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, obviously I still need sleep, but like it's changed my life. Mm. So all you nightlife peeps. And how long, how often you've been, how long you've been taking it for? Literally two weeks, but I could see the effects immediately. It could be in your head though. What, placebo? I read something about placebo effect. If only it's, it's mad. Well, who gives a fuck? You get, yeah, yeah. No, but, but, that's, like, the but that's also the power of the brain. Yeah, but I mean, like, regardless. Four hours those, sleep. Those things aren't going to. Glastonbury. I have to bring, I literally was like, I need to pack my vitamins. Yeah, of course. Got, yeah, go on holiday. I've got a little vitamin, like, holder thing. Oh, Good. so you have the ones that say, like, Sunday, Monday, nah, Tuesday. Nah, nah, I'm not so <laughs> yeah, you're not that old yet. <laughs> not those ones. I also see some people take them. I was like, I rate it. I do rate it. I understand now. I I'm get converted. It. Um, I just go back to the podcast because uh, like you said I don't want to talk for too long over 10 minutes like I said I said I can talk about vitamins all day <laughs> sponsorship oh we, this is us trying to get our sponsorship Colin and Barrett, so yeah on. vitamin D yeah. Yeah, B12 <laughs> I love that uh, I'm excited to know what you're doing I'm also in America so not rarely like I go to America but you have done recently one or two just one no Maybe two. Who knows? Jay-Z and Dame Dash. Yeah. That, that might be it. I'm not sure. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Oh, wait, take it to America. Because I think this story is, well, still relevant. And this guy changed the game. He really, really changed the game. For better or for worse, one of the most polarizing figures, probably. Oh my God. I wouldn't say music history, but definitely in the like, last 10 years. Can I try to guess? Can yes. you give me some hints? Yeah. Polarizing figures. Yes. Absolute hit maker um, and had a very very he's, got, he's gone to jail recently and come out recently in one of the most crazy cases in hip hop history give me one more hint got crazy hair oh um <laughs> that's just give it away no oh my god it's probably so fucking obvious but Takeshi 6 9 I was gonna say <laughs> But then, because I was going to say that and then you were like, absolute hit maker. And I was like... He's got hits. Numbers are crazy. We'll get into the numbers. Okay. Because to me, I'm like, I can't name you one song. What the fuck was that? That's how he raps. Oh my God. Yeah, I was going to say him, but then yeah, hit maker. I was like, nah. Numbers. Yeah. No, he's crazy. He's wild. He's absolutely wild. Did you watch this documentary? 
I haven't. I, I, How did you not I do know. research by watching that? I know. That? I know. I need to go back and watch it. But I've, it's a, it's my main. Though, yeah, I need to watch that. And I'm, and also, as I'm doing this, if you have watched documentary and there's added points to add in, then get into it. Because obviously, we could actually say there's a three part documentary, so we could do it for three hours. But I'm gonna more. I'm gonna keep it as a summary and just oh see us how we changed the hip hop game you know I me mean? i love a little bit of market i love a little bit of marketing, he is a marketing like wild insane. yeah and not just him his manager as well and we'll, and we'll kind of get into that um but yeah we'll get into takeshi 69 okay uh, how takeshi 69 changed the fucking game because he really did no one's no one did it like him no one's done it like him in terms of how they anyway let's get into it <laughs> 69 yeah like i say i think he changed rap for uh, maybe forever in just terms of how you look, uh, what a rapper looks like, first of all, how they market themselves, whether I mean whether it's good or bad, and then obviously the infamous court case, the amount of beefs that he's had, the way he's used social media, he is like the epitome of like any attention, like no publicity, he's bad like, publicity. Yeah, he's like the ultimate troll, complete troll, and taking being trolling and t- t- putting and converting that into views and converting that into money. Yeah, no, yeah. And that's, yeah. that's exactly it. Oh my God, you love this Whether shit. Whether that's a good or bad thing, who fucking knows. So born <laughs> Danny Hernandez in 1996. So he's, he's pretty he's pretty young. Um, born in Bushwick, Brooklyn, New York. Uh, so his his early upbringing, he definitely had it tough. He definitely had it tough. Uh, yeah, immigrant household, he dropped out of school. Uh, his stepfather was shot and killed when he was like 13, I think it was. Um, and yeah, he got he had to do some petty crime, like small kind of like selling drugs. And But mainly, the kind of thing is just the consensus is that he's actually a good kid. He's from Bushwick. He's like hood adjacent. Obviously, he had mad kind of things happen in his life. But he was never, ever ever gang affiliated mm. and um yeah he used to work in a bodega like you know that was his thing and one day he was working in a bodega some guy called peter peter rogers comes in and goes are you a rapper he's like no he's like you look cool you should be a rapper imagine this right this guy starts managing him oh my god he's not a rapper at this point he just looks cool because he started to like, get his tats and do some crazy stuff with his hair because he's basically like some kid who just kind of like loves hip-hop and rock and he's just like He's acting out and being mm. a bit weird, basically, just doing things a little bit different. Um, he's like, "Yeah, you should be a rapper." And he's like, "Okay, I'll I'll try." And then he so he, he started making music, and it was like kind of rocky, hip hoppy. That's kind of what he did, and you know, just shouty, a bit a bit mad. And this guy Peter t- takes into takes into another label, and he gets, he gets like a little deal. He goes on tour in Europe, but it's all very like underground, random rapper guy, but. Basically, it's a SoundCloud, and yeah. th- this is the era of SoundCloud yeah, rap yeah. and the trippy reds and everyone blowing up. And he just kind of has this something a little bit different to him because no one's really making music like him. I, think, I guess it's that like brass rock crossover, and he wants to be outlandish as possible. That's his, kind of his whole thing. I was yeah. going to be as outlandish as possible. So it starts picking up on SoundCloud, gets the attention of trippy red. Trippy red features him on, on a track. Once you've got a kind of triple red feature, that's like the king of SoundCloud, the other prince of SoundCloud, it all starts going off, signs in the same label, and it all kind of starts kicking off from there. And he meets uh, another a manager by, and, and this guy is gang, he is gang affiliated. And at this point, he's got Pierre Bjorn on his track, good producer, and he makes Gummo. And Gummo is pretty sick track, whatever. He's just chatting, 
all this kind of stuff. But he's at this point, he's he's, he's managed by Billy Seiko. But they're like, well, how do we blow this guy up? How do we take him from this bubbling SoundCloud rapper into something? And it's like one line in the track is like, I'm on a corner with Billy and then... I started, what, what can I say? It's my own podcast. I was like, N words. But I was like, whatever. Uh, he's like, oh, let's do the video about that. So only one issue is like, he's like, okay, let's let's do this video and let's like tie it to the, to the gang that I'm affiliated with. But it's obviously it's quite hard to do. It's like, no one knows who you are. So what he actually did um, is he was like, he called up, he called up everyone, this guy Seiko, and said, yeah, come to a video shoot and uh, we're, we're going to shoot a clip. But I'll do it for my track called Billy Dat. He's like, I'm going to yeah. do it for mine. So a gang shows out. He brings uh, Takeshi Six Nine with him. No one knows who Takeshi Six Nine is, but there's one uh, a top guy called uh, Shotty, and he's going to be a, a big player later on in the story. And he's like, he brings him up to him, and he's like, Yo, this is Takeshi Six Nine. This is my guy. And he's like, Yo, what's up? Yeah, we're here for you. What do you need? I'll get some of the homies to show up. Um, yeah, do you need anything? And Danny's like, I'm good. Like, do you need anything? He's like, oh, just get a bottle of Hennessy and something for the guys to eat. So he goes, he goes and buys 300 bandanas. Oh, yeah. Red bandanas. Yeah, yeah. Uh, alcohol, food. And it's just like, then they shoot this video. And it just looks like he is part of Nitrate Gang. But if you look back at that video now, and you know that story, it's kind of clear and obvious that he's not. He looks awkward. All the shots are just like him just placed at the, the mm. kind of front. He's not really in. It's like, yeah. you're there. Okay, okay. There's people behind you and then they shoot. That's all a whole gang doing their whole thing. But it's like, he's he's not, he's involved, yeah, yeah. but he you can tell he's a little bit, yeah. whatever. And they also tie it to Mexico. They thought that would be good marketing strategy because at this time it's Trump going in, build the wall, build the wall. So they have like, oh no, if we really rep Mexico at this point and have like the bloods affiliated with it, this could be a recipe. And I remember when I first saw that video, I had to watch that two or three times because I was just like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. One, the music is kind of, well, crazy. It's just brash. It's loud. Mm. I'm like, is this good? I can't tell if it's good. But I'm like, but who is he? Because who are you that your hair looks completely mad and like you're obviously from the hood and got, you've obviously got gang related and like everyone's back in this. And so like, and that thought for, for me is, basically what kind of everyone was thinking because oh, it's yeah. just like who the fuck is this guy and that just went boom, 300 million views in like x fuck. amount of time and so but now you've got this but then you've got yeah yeah so then you now have this like face where it's like okay that's working then he's uh and he's a one of a kind character i guess he's a one of a kind character and he's also got this beef with trippy red trippy red they're almost at this point they're signed to the same label there's like, I think there's jealousy involved. They've got like the same management and they've got the same kind of, kind of crews. My, my hands are going, hands are going crazy right now. It's because I'm excited. I know, but it literally just blocks your entire face. Okay, so I'm going to keep my hands down. Do you want me to move it there? No, ah, no, we're good. I'm going to keep my hands down. I feel comfortable, Adam. I, actually, actually, before I get to move on, I want to talk about the Gamma video because a lot of the Gummo! research. Yeah, Gamma, yeah, sorry, oh that's the video. Oh my God. A lot of the stuff I'm getting is just, I just read his testimony because his testimony, he just talks about his whole career. So this is straight from a testimony. It's like, I had signed a 20% management deal with Seiko Billy. Uh, Billy is nine tray. So I asked him to provide members for the video. I met him at the studio in Williamsburg. I bought Hennessy and I met Shotty. He said, we with you little homie. And I also bought a bunch of red, red bandanas. Um, the government play the song in the, in the, in the courtroom. Uh, 
and that <laughs> they start breaking down the video and um they's like is this, is this gun real he's like yes this gun is real it's shotty is it, is that is that a real gun? He's like, yes. He's like, what is a drum? He's like, you add it to the gun, it carries an extra clip. So they're asking him all these things. Um, and they're like, what's the song going about? He's like, it's a diss song so towards like so towards somebody I don't get along with. Basically, trippy red. Um, and then he's done this deal at the time, and he actually released the track. And they're like, did there come a time when Gummo was released on the internet? He's like, yes, it went viral, meaning people shared it. I just put it up on YouTube and said, whatever happens, happens. Uh, then Shorty said, after it went crazy, Shorty's at the head of it. And he's like, that little rainbow head knows what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. He's like, because he thought he actually didn't know what was going on. Mm. So but at, at this point, they're like, okay, this gang shit, it works. So then two things kind of happen. One, he actually really becomes affiliated with yeah. the gang. So then Shorty takes him under his wing and basically also co-manages him. So it's like, you're going to be with us. We're going to basically get money from you. And you're going to, we'll give you that kind of like that, that clout that, that, that you need. And then secondly, his beefs and his trolling on the internet, just like, he's already a wild kid and, you know, doesn't just says what he wants, but it just becomes relentless. He, he uses Instagram live. I don't feel like anyone else had used Instagram live at that point. He's going to go on Instagram live and just talk, start talking shit about people. So he had so many beefs. There was YG, um, he started, Instagram videos just trolling his album sales. Just like, but, if it, but obviously YG is very, like he's street certified in, in, in LA. Um, yeah, he, YG starts doing diss tracks towards him. Again, just keeps blowing him up. The game, they again, start engaging in a war of words on Instagram. Because um, he was like, fight me then. Why are you, the game is huge. He's like yeah. six weeks. He's like, he's like, yeah, fight me. Casanova, Meek Mill, that trippy red, the numbers, it just goes on and on and on. He calls Meek Mill a pussy and a bitch. Oh like, my God. All on like Instagram. And that, but all of this does is just like, like you said, it's like, it's marketing genius. It's, he manages just to create publicity. And at this point, he's only really got a couple of tracks out. But when it comes to uh, Kuda, the next track that he puts out. And again, it's really interesting because like you said, when you watch it back, it's because if he looked slemmy, awkward and nervous in that first video, in this this video, he's right in there. Right. He is solidified. Shit. The gangs around him. Everyone's like, "Yo, he's he's he he basically frames the whole kind of like track as like, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here." And and it seems like he's part of the he's part of the crew. He's been completely like initiated. God. He's really initiated into it, and yeah, it, it, it goes crazy. And I think that's like yeah, there's a music executive Adam uh, Adam Graham Mason. He's like, "There's no such thing as bad publicity in this day and age." And Man, it becomes yeah exactly, uh, and it said another one is like it became a mutual understanding that he's going to be the biggest troll on the internet, and that is literally exactly That's literally what happened exactly what he did. Shit. So then the hits. Wait, what year was this? We're like 2017, 2018 kind of mm-hmm. vibes now. Yeah, uh, yeah, and was it 2018? Yeah, 2018 for for, for those ones absolutely just 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 kind of wild so and i think there's even bigger beefs with um with with trippy red because he's like there was once enough he's he's part of this gang and it's kind of like i don't know what came first chicken or the egg because it doesn't matter that you're not gang affiliated because now you're in you are yeah and now shit is going down like you get he basically gets people to beat up 
Trippy Red in New York. And he, again, he details it. He's like, um, he details it in the marketing because they ask about it in, 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 the, in the trial. He's like, yeah, we surveillanced it, waiting for Trippy Red. Shorty said he has a few of the homies meeting us there. We stake out, Trippy Red comes, gets in with 15 people. We follow him for an hour on the highway. Um, the sprinter van gets to a hotel. We don't want to get spotted. Shorty gets out. He tells me to stay in the, he tells me to stay in the car. He's with three other guys. Shorty comes back screaming, it's Treyway. <laughs> uh, oh my God. The documentary is coming screaming back. So now Treyway. Yeah. Shorty said, how oh, I punched Trippy Red in the mouth. Uh, and all this kind of stuff. So it's like, now stuff is happening where he like- He's literally like, fake it till you make it. Exactly Fuck. this. Fuck. Exactly fake it till you make it. And it, yeah, so now you're, now you're hood to the fact. You are, yeah. You're going, everywhere you go, you've got people like, who are like people like, people like know these guys are certified and we're like how are you kind of like rolling with it and that's what he just keeps saying i'm the king of new york i'm the king of new york i can't get touched i can't get touched and it seemingly everyone buys into it god it, it's like manifestation it, that's that, exactly it you manifested it all exactly exactly it says okay so in terms of like numbers several chart topping hits gummo kuda and fifi with Nicki minaj and murder beats so Fifi was certified eight times platinum in August 2020, indicating that it sold at least 8 million units in, in, in the United States. Wow. Gummo is five times platinum by 2002, and Kuda was platinum in, in February 18. Like, like platinum hits multiple. Again, like you saying, like with Pop Smoke in the last episode, this all happened very, very so quickly. Quick, yeah. like, it's like 2018. Um, Dummy Boy was released. And, and in total, he sold over 1 million... I, this is actually a little bit old, so it's probably going to be closer to 2 million, but like 1.75 million albums, 1,500,000 United States, 120,000 in the UK, and best selling, yeah, Dummy Boy has sold over a million copies. Like, he has gone so clear, and that's on his label. So he's at top of the world right now. He's at literally just, just top of the world. And oh he just, God. he's just, yeah, that album, that album had... Yeah, Tory Lanez on it, your guy. Nicki Minaj on it. Please Kanye don't West. say Tory Lanez on my guy. That makes me feel ill. Yeah. <laughs> I apologize, but yeah. He's just Canadian. That's the only. No, I meant because you hate him so much because he's short. Your girl. That's why I meant. My girl. Okay, yeah. Megan's my yeah, girl. Megan's yeah, Megan's your yeah, girl. Yeah, yeah. And then obviously everything that comes up must come down. So you're, you're riding high, you're doing all of these interviews, you've smashed the internet, you're working, you're working everything really well. But you're doing some criminal shit. Um, and if things start to go south, so he gets robbed himself. Um, basically, I think Nine Trey, the gang, has started to break up. Possibly because people, they were using him for a lot of money. They were like, you've got to feed the wolves. But mm -hmm. they, I think, not really due to him, but they started breaking up. And so one of, Tekashi <laughs> 69 former bodyguards was one of the two men that kidnapped him in like July 2018. Oh stole hundreds of thousands of dollars in jewellery and setting the group on a path to ruin because then the nine tray are complete that's like real beef because you've got these nine tray nine tray who like yeah he's gang 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 other nine tray members robbing him so basically you've got like a civil war what? within the gang that you're kind of working with um and so there was interviews uh concerning the robbery uh, and he was, was back to his testimony and like uh, were you truthful in this interview like some parts yeah were there other parts that were not truthful he's like yes he's like why did you lie because like I was humiliated humiliated by what 
humiliated that I constantly bragged that nobody could touch me and I was untouchable and I was a king of New York. I was bragging a lot of, I was bragging a lot on Instagram and I was untouchable. Nobody could touch me. I'm the king of my city, which was New York. And it was humiliating at the time. So basically he he just didn't like, and then he also offered 50,000 pounds for someone to shoot or rob his captor. So he's like, it's kind of gone full, like it's gone to his brain now that he he is, that he can get people shot. Uh, and killed and all these kinds of things and there was a um another 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 major incident with a backpack and getting robbed for <laughs> he robbed a rival member's backpack but it's all on cctv and there's a shootout afterwards um so shoddy the victim was lured into a van by Takishi and Jordan, who claimed they wanted to talk to him about music. Once inside the van, the victim was allegedly assaulted and rolled up his backpack, which contained cash and jewellery. The incident was one of several violent acts that Takishi was accused of participating in. So it's, it's not just like him. He, that's the one like he was in there. He did that. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So it, it wasn't just, there was like a lot of protection, but, but now he's actually getting involved in, in the things. Um, he's, he tried to put a hit on Chief Keith. Oh my God. Pay for a hit on someone who believed he disrespected him. So he's like, yeah, he put, he said, offered twenty thousand pounds. You say I've got eyes on him now. I was like, yeah, twenty thousand pounds on that. The only guy shot a bullet in the air, didn't shoot it at him, so you only gave him ten thousand. What <laughs> so the like, fuck? <laughs> exactly. Wait, why did he just shoot it in the air? Just uh, cut that, that scared him off and like do all these kind of stuff. And, and because he didn't like shoot it at him. But it was still known that they're like, oh, we're going to oh, fuck we're up. Watching you. We're like, watching you. We yeah, yeah. You. We're that kind of vibe. But because it was oh, only that, scary. only 10 grand. Um, so then it all comes crashing down. So you've got robbed. A couple. There's infighting with the infighting with the crew. You're not sure about where your level of protection is at now. And in 2018, he was arrested on federal charges relating to racketeering, firearm offences, drug, traffic, drug trafficking, conspiracy to create murder. So... Oh my God. And straight away, and this is where it gets weird because obviously you're not from 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 the hood at all. He could have faced forty seven years in prison, and within days he's flipped, and he's like, "Yes, I will work with the government." And I oh will my snitch. god, I remember when this happened. Actually, uh, it's it's mad because this is like you you built up this whole persona. It makes per- perfect sense though. Yeah, because you're not from the life. Fake. Yeah, you've, you're fake. You've used all of these things up, but. The amount of people that have bought into it is crazy. Or oh, I don't know if they have bought into it because with Kishi Six Nine's fan base, you never know who it is because it was so like built on like trolling people and the people he's going up against. The game gang affiliations, the Meek Mill. You know his story. Like he's from it. Like so, you're going up against these people to kind of give you give you clout. But it's like, who are your friends? Is it the young? Because like I know, for example, like you're fake. Everyone kind of knows that you're fake, but someone's believing that you're real or believe or buying into it at, at some level. And you know, he's doing big chats with like Nicki Minaj, Akon's co-signed him. Like these are big people, but who are just probably looking at it on a on a, on a on a music front. So it's just it's just all kinds of kinds of wild. It's all kinds of wild. <laughs> I love that he just he just flips straight away, straight away on this guy who's been protecting him is like on on the shot who's been riding with for years basically like his best friend um so yeah they're straight away they're like okay it gets a trial he's like i'm gonna i'll do i'll do whatever you want were you a member of a gang yes for nine trade bloods what sort of things did nine trade do robberies assault drugs do you recognize anyone in court because obviously a lot of people got arrested anthony ellison has a gray tracksuit on mac has a brown 
wrote Bruce Dutton, just points them out straight away. Oh he's like God. his old affiliates. Um, then he starts talking about his like younger days. He's like, yeah, I started working at 13. My first job was at youth courts for about two months. I didn't make a lot. So I bus tables with my brother, then grocery store delivery boy for two years. I landed another busboy job. And I became a rapper when Peter Rogers came into the store. I worked in since September 2014 to buy tea and peanuts. He asked me if I rapped, said, You look cool. And he's like, I'm, I made more like rock and roll rap. And then, and then yeah, he's saying he's about he taught the tours and, 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 how, and how it starts. But he's just like, Yeah, the, the flipping was crazy. I was going to get to um, some more of the flips. But then sometimes you think, once you've done that, your life on the outside is like, you're going to live in fear for the rest of your life. Like, We'll get to that. God, because it's just like, the what's the lesser of two evils? Yeah. This is the thing, and obviously you're, you can't go witness protection with someone like him. You what, <gasps> take away all your tattoos and everything. You're, get new skin. <sighs> yeah. He, he says it here. He's like, um, will you remember, when did you become a member of, of Nitre? He's like, ne- November 2017. He's like, were you initiated? He's like, no, you had to shoot your 31, which is like, initiation of when you like fight 31 seconds or do something um that to be initiated you have to do work like cutting someone's face <gasps> but i God. but i have not, didn't have to do any of that i just had to keep making hits and giving financial support to the gang equipping with guns so they could buy guns um he said what did you get from my trade and he says it i would say my career credibility protection all of the above um and he shows people the um and then he get, breaks it down. He's like, Mel Murder was the Godfather. Right under was Shotty. Seiko Billy was a five star. So Shotty and Seiko were basically his like managers. Um, and then, yeah, he just goes, he just labels it out how it was. And all of that made them all get like 20 year sentences. And he got two years. And he was out in COVID. In, in, in COVID. Oh, yeah, I remember that. So Isn't he was, he's still doing lives and shit? I feel like he came out and then he was like yeah, yeah, right it, back it, on social. Yeah, I think he could have. So he's released in prison from April 2020 due to concerns about COVID. Um, and then, yeah, and then, so then he's just like, yeah, cool. I'm, I'm kind of back. He has to do it back on home arrest. He's releasing lives. And then he kind of like starts again, starts his music career again, everything popping up. And he like, you know, within the first two weeks of him being out, there's, he goes to Nipsey Hustles place and like places for Nipsey Hussle which is people hated that because Nipsey Hussle was shot by a snitch Nipsey Hussle the reason why he shot him was Nipsey like you can't be around here you're a snitch get away from me that guy went back to his house or something got a gun and came back and killed him so then you got the first thing he does is goes to Nipsey Hussle like pays respect like yo Nipsey da, 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 da. <gasps> so everyone's just like but at, so everywhere he goes now he's just like a team of like four Guards. private security guards who just roll with him everywhere but he's still antagonizing people he's like they said I couldn't come to LA LA's my city I'm outside I've been outside for two weeks I've been outside blah blah blah, blah, blah. just back to the same shit straight back on the Instagram lives saying that he is gangster test my gangster again I'm eating out good no one's touching me blah 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 blah, blah. just straight back to it and guess what there's so many articles that when he's like oh the rise and fall it's because six nine he's never going to be able to make it again. He's going to have to go, do you know what his first track did? (laughs) His first track, he he tapped up six, uh, no, what first track did well, then he tapped up uh, Nicki Minaj for Trolls, the second single of his sophomore album. This was released independently, right? The song made history to be the first number one song from an indie label since XXX Tentacion Sad in 2018 to um, go like number one on a billboard. So you think that stopped him? He didn't get a record deal. He just did it himself independently and made fucking 
ridiculous amount of money. I think again. I think I remember that like when he came out of jail or something that mm. his like follower count like I don't know I might be talking shit but something like doubled or something like that. Like it just made him infamous basically. Oh yeah, and he he, he released like Dummy Boy. Um, no, not Dummy Boy. No, other album and like the numbers who, are there. Who, who is buying this? I think it must be the kids. It must be right. <laughs> and, and like to 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 go from from there, I mean, there's been a couple incidents since where he did get jumped at a gym and got beaten up by a gym, at a gym. That was like one time he didn't have like security with him. So like he is like a kind of wanted guy in 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 that sense. But the guy is, it's kind of like he just he was so brazen and not really caring about that snitch status and like oh. You think these guys, they, they're all fake. They can't live like me. I've still got my jewellery on three million pound of jewellery walking around. They can't touch me. He's doing it again. And he's got a career out of it. And he's doing crazy, crazy numbers again. And for some reason, some people care, but people don't care. Oh my God, that's crazy. So yeah, basically that is the story. That what, lightning has kind of st- struck twice. That he's just basically not gang affiliated now, but he's still using all of those same things and just saying, I'm out here. Yeah, I think NLE Chopper said it best. I think he said he's going to be remembered as one of the most polarizing figures in hip hop history. Because um, everyone was like, oh, you can't snitch on a Tuesday and expect to be back in the club by Friday. But he kind of has. And I just don't get it. But I'm it must honest. be that his core audience isn't like the audience that's going to be like that care about street life and like gang yeah. stuff. Yeah. So it must be kids. That's, that's what I mean because, you know, hip hop the core audience of hip hop, it goes so, f- they they love the gang culture and they buy into it, but it actually goes so far beyond that. Those are not the people who are buying your records. So, does it matter? As long as he can keep himself safe and his security bill must be crazy. Mm-hmm. Every day he steps outside, you cannot walk by you yourself. Almost, you almost feel like, is it fucking worth it? Because he now has, because security is so expensive. If he has four every single day, yeah. then like, he must have to make so much money yeah just to fund that but i guess he's he's he got accustomed to a lifestyle he likes the fame he likes the women the jewelry all these kind of things what what also what else can he do well now he can't he's so he's trapped in he's it he's just trapped you know what else could i do to make money to you know i'm not gonna he's not gonna go back and like, you can't work a nice fire he literally can't do anything else now so he's, he's he, yeah this is all he can he do he has to exploit it yeah basically and he is He's oh doing it very God, well. That's he's, crazy. He's like the house he's living in now. Yeah, he's uh, he's he, and he could he like claim bankruptcy. He didn't even like have to pay that much much back to someone like the the the, the not, I have a word for like legal charges. People are like trying to get money out of him. People are suing him because he's like, oh well, I don't know, I'm, I haven't got a deal anymore. All these kind of things. Like so he's he's done it really well. Like his lawyers were good, I think, and like and now he's he's back out here still utilizing those same same methods of just being the controversial as fuck and people buy into it people. oh my god it's stories like this right where i'm like everything means nothing and nothing means everything yeah and i just don't i just like surely because i got into music because i fucking would have died without it yeah and i'm just like does it just not mean anything this is what i mean well for him that's what i mean because because it's quite funny because we've talked about an artist so long and we haven't really mentioned like his skills and he having as he has he he does uh, his music isn't well it might not be to your personal liking but 
Mm. You can't make a couple albums and like, there got to be some kind of like musical integrity there. Mm. So he's not, I, I don't diss him as a rapper. He's not to my personal taste, yeah. taste. but you know, people love him. Like, hey, to get a top 10 billboard album, I mean, I kind of like independently, there's not many artists in the world doing that. Sometimes I wonder, cause like, think, does something like that, could something like that happen in the UK? I just don't think it's there's, too small. It's too small. Like that's so. I feel like we hear these stories of, like I guess the viral star or whatever, and then hitting those chart positions, yeah. and it's like just because of the sheer size of the states, mm. I feel like it can't really be done so anywhere else. Yeah, I think I think so too. Yeah, because yeah, because yeah, you can just get in and out. Uh, even even his faces when he goes to, like Nipsey's thing. Apparently, he's, he's there for two minutes. And it just gets out, and you can just go wherever, wherever, wherever. Whereas in London, like in the UK, it's just so small that someone's gonna find you at some point. Oh yeah, it's wild, crazy, wow. I need to watch that documentary. I I might watch it tonight now. Yeah, you need to watch that one. And R.I.P. Tina Turner. Oh my god, that documentary yeah. is also incredible. So yeah, make sure you watch that. Uh, hit us up on the socials at Behind the Drop with two P's. Any stories that you want us to cover? And yeah, we'll be back next week for more crazy stories from the music industry. Yeah.